Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. About a year ago, I took off a week after I'd clicked a link and watched bits and pieces of a conference called Give Thyself Holy by Bishop Doug Howard Mills. And because it had taken me one year and nine months of God prompting me to eventually listen to Bishop Doug. If you had asked me to write down a hundred preachers in the world that I may listen to, like to listen to, could listen to, peradventure might listen to, maybe I need to listen to, even if I don't like, he wouldn't have featured on the list. But January 2019, all the way to August 2020, God was getting me to listen to Bishop Doug. People bought me Bishop Doug, whole libraries of books, 60 books, 60 gifts, what everything, everyone I met who mattered was telling me, there is a guy called Bishop Doug, you need to start listening to him. I'm like, who is this Bishop Doug? Why is everyone on my case about a one Bishop Doug? So anyway, the final straw on the camel's back. You know, when you start uh, an, uh, is it an idiom, idiom, doctor? Idiom, all right. When you start an idiom, very close to another word. <laughs> That's why I prefer idiom. But when certain idiom, and then you, you started, but you, you're trying to remember how it ends, and you can't quite the last back on the hot. <laughs> so after, you know, the last stroll, a friend of mine, Jimmy Macharia, sends me put posts on his Facebook. And what's this thing about? He sends me a link. He said, just watch start watching. I'm like, what is going on here? What, who's this guy? And why are there 10,000 live viewers watching him at 7.30 in the morning on a Tuesday? Which turned out to be 4.30 a.m. in Ghana. By the way, their prayer meetings, their morning prayer meetings are at 4 a.m. And they are not on Zoom. I'm just reporting. Yeah. A friend of mine was there just last week and, and proved that it, that's, it, it's true. So after being sufficiently disturbed but by what I watched that week, the little I watched, I put off the whole of the next week to now watch it properly. And that's how it started. Listening to Bishop Doug, the things I liked, the things I didn't like, the things that were in agreement with me, the things that were in disagreement with me, all of it just listened. And God, that plus other things, 
I believe. But that's the one I, that's most significant. I'm still getting some weird feedback and I'm trying to figure out how to proceed because I need sound in my monitors but I'm hearing myself from the house. But we have the most excellent technical team. Hmm? North of the Limpompo, so I know they are sorting it. So I, I, so I, I literally started binge listening to Bishop Dad. One year later, more than 20,000 salvations. Almost, almost 20 churches planted in one year. Seven hundred missional communities added, added. So nineteen locations added, seven hundred MCs added, sixteen thousand members added in one year. Almost a twenty thousand increase in garage attendance. One year later. Now, for those who struggle with math, if you go from 4,000 to 20,000, that is 500 400% increase. Because you take 20,000 minus 4,000, 16,000 divided by the original figure, 4,000, that's 400 times 100. That's 400%. Considering that's uncommon. If your business grows by 400%, And I'm not talking about when it's been so small that the 400% growth takes it to a turnover of 2 million a year. I'm talking about... Are there people? Now that's year-on-year growth, but if you take overall growth from when we started 14 years to 4,000 people, if you add 4,000 people in 14 years, that's a rate of about 285 people per year. And if you add 16,000 in one year, that is 5,000% growth. That's a bit like going from earning 1 million shillings a month, like your boss pays you 1 million shillings a month, then they give you a promotion and you start earning 50 million a month. Well, that's 5,000%. That's what's happening to your church. Your previously cool church. Now, here's what you need to know. The writer says in Isaiah 60, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Now, I've preached this before, so I hope you don't go into before mode. 
you are not temp- you are not even being tempted far from you to be tempted into going to I've had it before mode because the, the other one you had and the one now are very different because the one you had before there had been no certain manifestations of the truth you see most people hold truth like a concept that's not how truth works truth is material truth is the fruit that results from the concept you hold yeah substance you see it's one thing to hold the concept that you are prosperous and they say what is the truth he became poor that through his poverty I might be made rich but if you are consistently being bailed out by your neighbors you don't know that truth you know about that truth Uh, people okay I'm seeing lots of anointings here all the pastors I send greetings husbands love your wives the way Christ loved the church you can know about you know where to find the verse but if your wife is crying every week because of the way you're treating her you don't know the truth because the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free the truth that hasn't made you free yet is unknown to you I did all the shouting at the beginning so right now my excitement is being expressed in the way I'm preaching so I hope you're picking the wisdom because some people might think I'm still on the introduction and I'm way way into the message the truth you know shall make you free when the writer says arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is he's talking about your revelation revealed truth is light light is revealed truth that's why we have something called a light bulb moment when you have a light bulb moment do not be tempted to think you discovered the concept you just found out what was always there and depending on your levels of of excitement you could do the Archimedes thing was it Archimedes? the guy who found out what did he find out? displacement or the law of flotation one of them and he went running through the city naked shouting Eureka Eureka I found it out now find
finding the law of flotation doesn't mean, mean that you created flotation. It's just that everyone has been ignorant about it. You have your Eureka moment. The word of God is powerful. Bible says that the entrance of your word brings light, reveal truth, gives light. And what? It gives understanding to the simple. The simple ones who are they are. They don't know. I have a few wonderful children and many others. don't think that Kirk David has a, the concept of how things show up in the fridge at home. His chief preoccupation is the consumption of those things. His level of revelation is that this is good these are proteins, these are carbohydrates, these are greens. He, he, he doesn't know the cost of a kilogram of meat. Am I making sense? That's called simplicity. Now, that's okay if you cack David. If you are a father of a home and you have dependents, you cannot have the same level of revelation. You can't be that guy whose wife goes to work every day and you just find stuff in the fridge. And the doors and the doors locked. <laughs> yeah, you can't be that guy. At your level of responsibility and maturity, you are supposed to know more. You are supposed to know how to make the money, where it comes from, where the things are bought, how much they cost. of light gives what? Understanding to the simple. In other words, simplicity is the natural state. Understanding is the progressive state. What I just said there in English, it's not okay to remain simple because there is light. Praise the Lord. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The thing that is, there is a world you don't know about yet. There is a world that is still hidden from you.
a year ago, I didn't know about that there was a world possible of a church of 20,000 people that can be manifested in only one year's time. I thought that stuff was for some of my friends who lead other ministries. What was lacking? Light. You see, it's not opportunity you need. No, no, no. It's not another person you need to know. It's not a certain phone number. What you need is what? Light. Once you receive light impossibilities become possible Pastor B3 let me start this side Pastor Filter before we started Bishop Doug how big was worship of ginger 300 how big is worship of ginger now 1000 what no, what the members some come and go like an airport. Nine hundred twenty-six, and that's after planting Wairaka and Injeru. One year later, a church has gone from three hundred members to nine hundred members and planted two. It's what? Light. 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 Pastor Flo, how big was worship uh, service Nakawa, then Katikati? You are seated next to your uh, partner in crime, so you should know. How many? 268. How many are there now? 1,025. And they even, but they, they spearheaded the planting of Fort Porto. So 1,025 plus allocation. What's that? Light. Pastor Angie, how many people are at the double mega multiple missionary worship of Esbugolobi a year ago? 342 members a year ago. Not a year ago, before we started Bishop Doug. How many are there now? Sequoia. One thousand one hundred twenty-five. Gayaza, I'm seeing the Gayaza people here. How many people are in worship of Gayaza? Five hundred. How many are there now? One The most dramatic is downtown. Worship of downtown. How many members do you have before Bishop? Pre, pre, you know now Worship of is pre-Bishop Doug? It's true. Post-Bishop Doug. Uh-huh. I would put it at like 250. 250. Uh, yeah. How many are there now? 2,027. Uh. Wow. And time would fail me to talk of Gaba Road, which had 
Cameron used to struggle to make 70 people. 100 was a, a, a bridge too far. They are now shellacking into a thousand. What's the purpose? Chevando didn't exist. They launched with a thousand. Makerere, Makerere was also in the Gaba Road category. The guys who just can't make a hundred even when you've pushed. They are now. Okay. 889. 889. And the story goes on for all locations, mission or communities. Just what? Light. We lived on an island of knowledge that was limiting and we didn't know that there was certain knowledge on another island called Bishop Doug Howard Mills. If, if, which if we took courage got into boats and started drawing from our island. No? So let's go to that. What? Do they roll like this or they roll like this? Okay. Let's go to that island. We've seen some interesting things there. What, what's that? You get there, you see certain things and at once everything changes. Now, if, what if I told you That you see, here's the thing when you see God, if the economy of Uganda grows five times and you are Ugandan and yours shrinks, there is a certain level of disconnect you have with Uganda, even though you're Ugandan. Oh, you don't live in Uganda. You live in Uganda. Your business is Uganda. Everything is in Uganda. The economy of Uganda grows five times and for you become broke. There is a, dis there is a disconnect that you have with that country. When you are in a church that grows five times in one year, and your business somehow figures out how not to grow. Or to even at least double. It is simple. You are operating in a different spiritual environment in your business while attending that church. You can't be the guy who remains dry when it is raining in the field and you are in the field. Yeah. The only way to do that is you figured out how to make sure the rain doesn't reach you. There are things God has revealed to this body of believers called worship harvest that is causing that growth you should ask yourself why it is not manifesting in your life in your family in your business in whatever pertains to you it's
because you continue to stay on the other island while people have taken boats to another island and are discovering things that cause exponential growth. Am I making sense? Because worship harvest is not buildings. Worship harvest is not locations. Worship harvest is you. Ask yourself, how can I be in a village and it rains and my garden is dry? It's because you somehow perceive yourself to be wiser than the environment in which you are. says arise shine it doesn't say let your ministry arise and shine it doesn't say let your church arise and shine it is you for whose light your light not your pastor's light the only revelation and revealed knowledge and light that is responsible for your rising is the one you possess. Now, to possess it, most times, you have to go get it from someone else. Uh-huh. Well, my time is up. Shukobrari. Are we okay? There is a thing you don't know yet. The problem is you have no excuse for not knowing it because it is available. It's one thing not to know when the island is dozens. It's another thing when people went to the other island and brought all the trees and the species to your island and you, you continue growing the old crops. Okay. I need to go on quickly. Your light has... Light is the word. The entrance of your word brings light. It's revealed truth. Paul writes in Ephesians 1.18 the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened that you may know and he lists different things you may know. Why? Because the eyes of your understanding have been what? Enlightened. Revelation. Revealed truth. You see you can look at a simple man like me who has jeans and t-shirts and make assumptions it's because you lack light. I've been there. I've made assumptions about people. And I, the, the wind bloweth whither it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. Such is everyone that's born of the Spirit. You can't tell the contents of a man by looking at him. You can tell the contents of a man by looking at the effects of the man. 
Amen. Arise, shine, for your revelation, revealed light, stuff that can cause your business. Have you stopped to imagine what would happen if your business multiplied four times in one year? What if that was repeated another year? So let's say your turnover is one billion, then you got four billion in one year, and then the next year you got 16 billion, and then the next year you got 64 billion. Don't be stuck on your island. Your level of revelation has brought you to where you are. To go where you need to go, you need something else altogether. It doesn't matter how hardworking you are, you can't go to a room on a bicycle successfully. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pastor Dennis is here. They didn't ride here. Am I making sense? Yeah. Sometimes it's not about hard work. The, the guy riding a bike does much, much more work than a person driving a car, physically speaking. But he has less revelation. I was meant to preach, but let's see what we can do. I, I want to use this day one. God has given us certain promises in, from the book of Isaiah as a ministry and we are standing on those promises literally. And this is one of them and I want to use this day one to hopefully give you hunger for the word of God. For you to know that coming here or logging on it, <laughs> you're doing much more work than everyone who thinks they, they know how to do the hustle. Because I can tell you, we could still be hustling having completely dodged Bishop Doug for another year. And we would still be the cool church with few people who can't have a proper prayer meeting because people are seated during prayer and quiet and can't do evangelism. We are, I've been, I'm, re I'm reading a book by uh, Pastor David Yongisho which reveals that what we've been experiencing is what they call an open heaven. Where people go for evangelism, they don't even know what words to use, but people are getting saved. Because it's not about the, how clever your argument is. It's an open heaven. Yeah. There's a whole lot of scriptures that talk about open heaven, which I didn't know about until I read that book. Light. And when you're praying under an open heaven, there is ease. There is ease. Things you used to lose sleep over. Things just happen. You, it's like, it doesn't matter how much you offend people. You sit here on them, sit there, abuse them. What? Because you, you aren't the best for them. Somehow they just keep bringing their friends. And at those days, we used to be so careful. Hey, don't say this on the stage. Don't, don't speak in tongues. Pastor Inet, who used to always sneak in her tongues during what? We said no speaking in tongues on the microphone. You want to stumble the people. You want people to come. But they were not coming. 
Now we have non-believers logging on to 5 a.m. prayer meetings on Zoom where people are praying in tongues the whole time. And even they themselves don't know why they are logging on, but somehow they know they need to log on to... called an open name. Wow. The value, the value of the word of God. When you cherish it, when you value it. Look at what he says here in Isaiah 66 verse 1 to 2. Can we read it together? Can we read it together? Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build me? And where is the place of my... Don't move yet. Don't move yet. Go back. So God is saying, dudes, me and you, you are like this. I, I didn't bring my props today, but I will still try. Do you know basketball? Have, has anyone ever seen a basketball in pictures? You have an idea how big it is. Bigger than your head. Okay, safely. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about size, not shape. <laughs> okay, basket. Okay, football. Football, basketball. If that was the sun, if that was the sun, the earth is a small P. You know a P? Cow, cow P. That's the earth. If the sun were a basketball, the earth is a cow P. If the sun were, the earth would be. And if the sun was where I am, that cow pee would be. Do you, are you guys good with the whatever? You see that the, the pillar which is like this on the other side? That's where your cow pee is while the ball is here. Those are real dimensions of distance between the earth and the sun and the size of the earth compared to the sun. And then, when you get that ball and its cow pee, they are the, one of the smallest constellations and they are in, in, our, in, our, in our galaxy. And our galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy, is one of billions of galaxies. And then the creator of all of that comes and gets born on your cow pee. And is trying to be a friend to you. And they say in the beginning was the word. Oh, the mystery of God. The word. So this is God. It's like, huh, you people, you want to build me a house.
Yeah. And what does it say? Next verse. For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord, but on this one I will look. He says, you are so insignificant. You are so insignificant. I think, I don't know whether God says, speaks like me. See, I wish you knew how insignificant you were. Can you imagine your, your plot of land on the cowpea? But then he says, let me attempt to look at you. On this one, I'll what? I'll look. On him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, one who trembles at my word. The one who prevails. They are teaching us at lunchtime. It's not about writing notes. Trembles. When God says something, the Creator has spoken to the residents of the Kaupi. One who trembles at my word. Rise, shine. For your light is come. Wow. Jeremiah 1 9 to 10. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. How does that even work? Like, what level of shrinking does he have to shrink his hand to touch your mouth? Hmm? It doesn't compute. You know, even like those small insects that look for sugar in your kitchen, the tiny ones that Doug and Braggart is looking for. Even you at your lower level here, if he wanted to touch its mouth. <laughs> he said, the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. Watch what he says. And the Lord told me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See what happens next. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. Oh, wow. Just focus. It says, here is how I'm going to make you. You see? He's not telling him to become a president. He's not telling him to become a king. The kingdoms and the nations already have their leaders. But then he has set him over. You see, sometimes we think that the best way we can make our contribution is to become politicians. No, no, let the politicians do their work. God wants you above that. Over. 
Because the problem with being a president is you can only be a president of one nation. But what happens if God wants to give you more than one nation and you're a president, you're stuck. <laughs> Over the nations. Over the kingdoms. How? I've put my words in you. My words in your mouth just Arise, shine, for your light is come. The glory of the Lord is for you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Pastor Beatty, Pastor Angela, come right now. The Gentiles come, shall come to your light. Hmm? Those non-saved people. In this context, it's non-Israelites coming to Israel. But in our context, it's non-believers coming to the believers. They come to your light. They are like white ants. They are like, like what are these things we like eating here? Grasshoppers looking for light. They shall come to your and kings to the brightness of your rising. What is the brightness of your rising? The word. The revealed truth. Because the interest of your heart brings light. Let me finish. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. My God. Your sons. Pastors. Your sons and daughters. The ones who are lost in the bars. In the brothels. In, who don't know their left hand from their right hand. Who are struggling in life. Who, 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 who have questions who have habits who are being oppressed by the devil they shall come from afar your daughters shall be nursed at your side why? light light then you shall see and become radiant you see at a certain point you become impossible to ignore. Impossible to ignore. Yeah. They can ignore you for 14 years, but at a certain point, you become impossible to ignore. And your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Hey, you people. Must have been three. Wow. Why don't you lift up your voices right now? Start to pray in the spirit. Those in the room, those at home, wherever you are. After a word like this, our response is to just start to guard these things in our hearts and receive a hunger and an esteem for the word of God that we have never had before in our lives. Just open your mouth. This can only be done by the Holy Spirit. We cannot conjure this up in our own flesh and in our own mind. I just want you to lean in right now. Don't be distracted. In a few minutes that we are going to lean in, God is going to stir up something in your spirit. God doesn't need a day. He doesn't need a month. In a moment, 
you can connect to something in God. So right now, worship harvest wherever you are. If you're watching, if you're in the room, open up your mouth and start to pray. Start to cry out for a desire for the word of God. Start to cry out for an esteem for the word of God. Start to cry out for light, light, light. because there is a grace on his life for the word of God. So receive that impartation. Spiritual things are not felt. They are received by faith. And so you open your mouth. We believe and therefore we speak. That's why I don't want you to be silent and think that, that is, that's working. No. Open your mouth and start to receive and acknowledge that God is giving you an uncommon hunger and an uncommon esteem for his word in your generation that never again will you open the word of God and be bored never again will you see he listen to a teaching and not understand that every darkness cobwebs on your mind right now they are being put away by the light of God's word that as you sit under this anointing today as you hear the word spoken today things are shifting you're receiving a joy around the word of God and esteem around teachers of the word that you've never had not by power not by might but by his spirit all you need to do is believe and speak open your mouth and acknowledge the working of God right now in your life Lord we thank you that you are doing it in us we thank you that you are shedding light in our hearts you're giving us understanding right now about how powerful your word is about how powerful your word is more than anything in our lives oh God we esteem it highly we will be that generation. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
pastors, they are Zono pastors, they are cohort shepherds, they are missionary leaders. If you're in this room today, you're a pastor and you're shepherding someone. And God is saying, esteem the word highly. Receive revelation and multitudes. I'm seeing multitudes, 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 multitudes. Lots of children, lots of teenagers, teenagers are coming, teenagers are coming, teenagers are coming, gifted, anointed teenagers are coming, they're coming to you, they're coming to you, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Whole villages, whole villages, whole villages, they're coming, multitudes, we receive them, oh God. to hear 
the multitudes. Prepare. Prepare. Prepare for them in your heart. Prepare for them in your mind. Prepare for them with your finances. Prepare for them in prayer. Prepare for them in the word. Teenagers, teenagers, lots of teenagers are coming anointed, gifted, ready to serve, ready to plant locations. They are coming. Prepare for them. Prepare. I see multitudes. I see a field. And there are lots of people, lots, young, energetic. And they are flocking like, like, like butterflies, flock to light, flock to light, arise and shine. For your light has come and the glory, arise, 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 say yes, say yes, say yes to long hours in the word. Say yes to long hours in the word. Say yes to long hours in the word. This week, this week there is a move. This week, there are people you came this week and you are thinking, I, I want, I want to pray more, and I want, and I want to say, and I want to spend more time in the word. And the grace is available. There is grace to pray this week. There is grace for uncommon hours in the word. There is grace for uncommon hours in the word. So let's just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the grace. Thank you, Lord, for the grace to stay and abide in your word. Thank you, Lord, for the grace to... to memory, memory. There's someone here, you've been struggling with memory verses. There's a grace. 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 An uncommon grace to remember lots and lots of scripture. There's a grace. There's a grace. Thank you, Jesus. that word it's not difficult yes you're just applying the effort in the wrong place hey. but as where you apply the effort hey. your effort should be applied in the word and in revelation God already instructed us this morning even before about fasting this week don't take that lightly about spending time in prayer don't take that lightly don't go on with your week normally if you can if you can alter it i know some of you are in, in situations where you can't someone else determines how you spend your week that's different but when you willfully ignore the word you, you're not trembling at that word you go on with your week normally that's not wise we were instructed to prepare a special offering. I don't know if you brought yours today and tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday, Friday. I brought mine. You'd better bring yours. You have to quickly respond to God's word. Quickly. Amen. Amen. May God bless you. I have another word even as I close. God is redeeming families. Yes. Yeah. Families. You are the point of contact in your family for God to redeem your whole family. The whole family. No exceptions. Brothers, sisters, aunties, uncles, nieces, nephews, 
stepbrothers, stepsisters, distant cousins, family friends. It's time for you to even adopt families that you don't have blood relations with for purposes of redemption. God is redeeming families. So Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your word tonight and this afternoon and this morning and the, the, all the time you've spoken to us today. We bless you. We thank you. We are blessed. May God bless you. May he make you fruitful, multiply you and cause you to feel wherever he sends you in your ministry, in your business, in your family, in everything that is good that he has called you to. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forever. Amen. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.